Good morning, I'm Seth Goldberg. Syracuse loses their second straight game, this time to 14th-ranked Buffalo in the Dome. It's the first time the Orange has lost back-to-back non-conference games since joining the Big East in 1979, and the first time Buffalo beat Syracuse since 1963. The Bulls finished the game on an 18-6 run to seal the win. Early signing day is today, and the Orange has already signed 16 of their verbal commits. The early signing class is led by four-star linebacker Michael Jones. Dino Babers will speak about that class this afternoon. You'll hear that sound later on today. And tonight, Syracuse Crunch Hockey as they head to Springfield to take on the Thunderbirds. The Crunch have won four of their last six games. Coverage starts at 6.50 on ESPN Radio Syracuse. I'm Seth Goldberg. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. In the door as I... Is Carrock Josh. Yes! Where you been? What do you got? meetings, man. I got a busy week here. Do you really? Yes. What do you got going? So, well, tomorrow I have a a doctor's appointment, and then... uh, Do you really? Proctology? Yeah. Colonoscopy. Do you really? Yeah. And, uh, and then Friday, we have a big broadcast that I was, was talking about. And tonight, what do you got going on? Oh, and tonight, by the way, this is for everybody. So uh, tonight, um, <coughs> I will be over at the Geico on Erie Boulevard across from Price Chopper from 4.30 to 6, but only from 4.30 to 6, giving away whole pizzas from Cam's for free and tickets to Lights on the Lake. So if you wanted to make a night of it, you could essentially get your family in the van, grab a pie, go to Lights on the Lake. Tonight, but the tickets are good for any night um, for Lights in the Lake, and the pizza is right there at Geico, so you don't got to go to a Cam's to pick it up. It'll be right there. We got Cam's coming in to tell us more about it. Wow. It's going to be Tony, a big night. Big Tony coming in? Yep. Big Tony's coming wow. in. Wow. Hey, something happened last night. You know, guys, I got to tell you, Syracuse loses to Buffalo 71-59 in the Dome, and, you know, I wouldn't, I, 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 I saw the Old Dominion game, I was a little worried about how we played, you know, but we're in trouble. <laughs> Syracuse is in trouble right now. I think the, that's an understatement. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, it, you know, when when you play uh, and you're from a, a legendary D1 program, even if a team does have a hot streak and they you walk into the dome saying we're going to kick the crap out of Buffalo. And uh, and they just they did not look good. There, I agree with you, Paulie. There, um, they've got three guys that are trying to do the same thing, and all three of them are trying to do something that they're not great at, which is shoot threes. Um, First time since 1975 they have they've had two non-conference losses at home back to back. Yeah, what does this mean? So so what goes on then? You're much more learned than I am about particularly Syracuse. So. What, what what is there a panic button that's going to get hit? I mean, what? I don't think there's a panic button because even panicking is not going to help. And, and I've been scratching my head about it. But what you just said has become my thought on what's going on now. Is they've got three guys who are essentially good at the same thing 
You know, they're great at getting to the basket. They're good shooters. They're not great shooters. And they have no great shooter and no center presence. So defenses just give them two steps. So once they get the ball, they're not getting to the basket because they're not shooting well enough for them to come out on them. And then we don't have a center present, so their defender and the center are just waiting for them in the lane because they don't have to guard the center. You know, and, and I again, I always try to look at what do I know in my experience, and obviously I don't have the experience of you know, playing in Division One college basketball games. But I play basketball. I understand the fundamentals of the game. And there's nothing more frustrating when you're on the court, particularly if you are a decent shooter, than watching the guy. And now I know, I know that the guy guarding me cannot guard me if he comes all the way out of me that I can't get by him. So if he's going to contest my three-point shot, then I'm going to blow by him. And either when someone picks me up as I come into the lane, I'm going to dish it, or I'm going to I'm going to go to the the rest of the way to the rack. When that guy takes two steps off me and just gives me the three, or gives me a long two, and I can't knock it down, it, it's it's super frustrating because he's laughing, saying, "Go ahead and shoot," and and I I get that feeling that people are now just looking at us going. Go ahead and shoot it. You're not going to hit it enough to hurt me. Yeah, even if they make a couple, it's gonna. The law of averages are going to equal out against you. Well, yeah, but if, but if you're two of nine, who cares? Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. And Syracuse is not shooting free throws. There's there's a lot going on on this team that needs their, to be their fixed free throw quick. shooting was terrible. They, at one point they they were like three of eleven or something. I mean, it was it was like under under thirty percent. What was that? What did it end up being? Does anyone know? Because uh, that that's another category where. I think Brissett or somebody went to the foul line later in the fourth and missed both. Yeah, he missed both when they because they were in the bonus, and then before that they missed the front end of the one on one, and it was still you know a game that was within reach. Um, you know, <clears throat> hats off to Buffalo too because they didn't lose their cool. It's the first time they've been down at at the first half. They're eleven and zero. Uh, you know, uh, and they're a decent team. I I think um, their center. Um, you know, he didn't feel any kind of pressure. They had what eighteen or seventeen offensive rebounds. I mean, we just we sucked everywhere. They were five of thirteen from the free throw line. Five of thirteen. Wow, that's from the free throw line. That's really bad. That's you know. Well, I mean, if they're if they're five of thirteen, yeah. <laughs> that means wow, man, they missed. Eight. Did we did we all get spoiled because they had that run last year and we thought that these guys are really good and maybe they're just not? But the offense, and I've been saying this since day one, this offense is still the same offense. So that's what I'm saying. It's the same kids. It's, yeah. Well, here's the thing. In a way, yes, I think is the answer to your question. But I'm going to explain it's a little less obvious than, than just the, the words that you said. I think that we're now looking at it as, okay, as long as we get in, we can make a run. Because we've done it a couple of times where we unsuspectingly went deeper into the field than we were than we thought we were going to. So this whole, we're going to be back at that. we got to make a run in order to be a bubble team, in order to get in the play-in round, and then we're going to the Final Four. You know what I mean? So, yes, in a way, I think we've been spoiled. But, you know, we're looking at losing games now. Listen, if you lose to Buffalo... Buffalo's ranked number 14 in the country. That's nothing compared to lose to Old Dominion, losing to Connecticut, losing to, you know. Yeah. I mean, unranked teams, 
you know, versus your RPI, that's going to be taken into consideration. But now it puts you in a position where you have to play well against everybody in the division now. We're going to have to, you know, beat Arkansas. You got to beat Arkansas State. You got to beat Bonnie's. You know, we, we, we're going to struggle with Duke, man. I watched them play yesterday. Holy oh, crap. Everybody's going to struggle with Duke. Yeah, they're just a machine. Um, so that's going to be a tough game. Uh, but, you know, we, we double against Pitt. Two times we've got Boston College. You know, NC State's no joke. Louisville plays basketball really well. Um, it, listen, man, we got, a, we, got, we got Duke twice. Wow. We're gonna, and then North Carolina. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have some problems uh, unless we fit, we solve this with this terrible shooting slump. And you know, earlier in the year, is it a slump though? Like this is the same team last year that didn't score a lot. I don't know that it's a slump. I think they are what they are offensively. Yeah, what did Bayham say? We lost fourteen games last year or something. Yeah. I mean, it's the same kids. The, the, in Matt, uh, I'll give credit to Matt Park for this. Uh, la- Syracuse was the sixty eighth best team in the country last year. That might be what they are, you know. They were the last team to get into the tournament. Well, well, okay, but think about that for a minute. But then how do you explain the first half of the game where we shot, and, and what's really amazing about this, in the first half I think we shot like 57% or something as a team. So if we're going to play a half where we show that we can, we flash, that we can, sh- we can shoot over 50%, that, and still it was a four-point game. So that smells to me... Like we had some defensive problems, and we certainly had some really bad rebounding problems. I mean, they just beat us up on on the uh, when we were on the defensive glass. We couldn't get a rebound. Buffalo only shot thirty seven percent from from the floor, which is decent. Yeah, that's good defense. I don't know what more you can ask. But when you're getting, you know, uh, out rebounding a team by, you know, they got eighteen offensive rebounds. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, we struggled on the on the glass. You know, I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure I understand. Is you know. that on the centers? Is that on the but forwards? But do you remember last year? Um, we had I think it was uh, I think it might have been in Josh's studio. Um, we were interviewing uh, Coach McNamara, and I said, "Hey, Coach, when a team is shooting and struggling shooting, you know, is there a way to coach through that? Is there? You know, I mean, let's face it, he's they're missing shots." So what do we do? Do we put them in situations and, and have them practice just turning around ju- jumpers? Because it's way different when you walk out to warm up or when you're shooting by yourself and getting that down. Or do we do, are, are there shooting drills? I mean, I, I'm unfamiliar with how you break out of the slump because there are better shooters on our team. They're just not shooting well in games. And so I'm, I'm wondering, is there a way to coach through that? Uh, but I think we... I think we have to look at last night's loss, um, the last two, and uh, and yeah, we are we are most definitely in trouble. Uh, you know, this may be an NIT team, which is I hate to say that, but I'm not ready to jump that far yet. But they it, it makes winning in the ACC mandatory, and that's not easy to do. No, it's not. And and maybe maybe last year and what we're seeing now is what this team is, and what we saw in the tournament. Was a fluke, <laughs> you know. That's the only. They didn't score in the tournament either, so it's not like. Well, I they messaged, just played I, awesome defense. I, I messaged out to a few people and um, and and wanted to get their reaction to it. You know, it's uh, they were talking about it. Um, they were talking about it on ESPN today. They were talking about it on Golica Wingo. This was big news that Buffalo, you know, was still undefeated. They came in here for the first time in a long time and beat us. Um, but but 
this was an interesting take on it. I'm not going to say the person's name, but they said, is it possible that Brissett, uh, who who was you know rumored to possibly jump after this year, certainly I think Tyus, who came back um, after testing the waters a little bit, will probably go. So if we're going to lose both of those guys, are they trying to up their stock a little bit because the one thing dig on them is that they don't have an outside J, so they're just shooting a lot? Is that possible? If that's the dig on them and this is the way they're shooting, they're in big trouble. Yeah, right? You know, they're not helping themselves. I doubt that. I doubt that. So 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 then t- tell me because and, and pardon my naivety but when you're in the locker room and I and I realize guys are stepping back on defense and it's and it's clogging up the lane more um but when you're Tyus Battle and your and your O'Shea Brissett does the coach say or one of the coaches or Beheim whoever say to them hey man don't let that ball go less than 5 feet from the rim I want you to go to the hole Can, can't they be instructed to do that I realize it's clogged up, but you're going to draw contact. Yeah, yeah I, and I think they are told that. And so, and they're still just shooting. I don't know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, see what I mean? I'm that, so that... confused. But here's the thing, and and I, I was thinking about this last night. I don't norm. I'm not normally the the psycho obsessed fan that does things like this. But last night I was. I think it's time for Tyus Battle to be a selfish basketball player. I think it's time for him. He contested. Not great shots from Tyus Battle are the best thing this offense could have right now. Well, but look at Michael Jordan for many, many years. You know, it was you knew Michael when he got the ball, when he got his touches, he was going to shoot or he was going to create something and he was going to go. And they spotted up, you know, guys waiting outside for him to kick it out to. You know, they didn't have a center. Luke Longley was not a threat inside, nor was, uh, who's the kid from New York, began with a W? What, um, that played with the the Bulls. I'll think of his name. Anyway, it, it, it wasn't about playing in the center. You know, it, it wasn't about Winnington. That. Yeah, Bill Winnington, Mr. Bill. Uh, sorry, I was reading the box score. I heard you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so so I agree with you. I think that, Tyus uh, took ten shots last night. That's got to be seventeen, seventeen to twenty. In, how many in did O'Shea take? O'Shea took twelve. Yeah, I mean, I think he should lead the team in field goal attempts every game. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I think it's you know that's the only uh, that's the only thing I could think of was Tyus needs to be selfish, and he needs to yeah, take more shots. And I wouldn't even word it as being selfish. I, you know, I I think when other teams come to town or we go to them, they know who he is now. He's one of the leaders of the ACC last year. One of the best scorers in the entire league. And Frank Howard shouldn't be the, have the second most shots on the team. No, I like Frank distributing the ball yes. a little bit more than that. And, yeah. I, and I, I like O'Shea being number two. Yeah. Um, and, and so between the two, how many shots did the team take in total? Uh, that's a lot of math. That's a lot of math. Just tell me the numbers. I'll tell you what it is. 12, 2, 13. Oh, slow down, they, big they took, fella. But, no, but the point is Tyus Battle, took, of the big three, took the least amount of shots. And that shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's a winning combination right there. Um, well, I gotta say that I I I watched the game. I sat there and uh, as we got later into the fourth quarter, you know, I I did love the composure of Buffalo. They didn't they didn't panic. They the, and this is another thing. Buffalo's a good team, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, race, no doubt. it's, it's no not doubt. Buffalo that they played ten years ago. This is the fourteenth best team in the country, right, and they're gonna move up. Yeah. After be after beating Syracuse, they're they're definitely good. They're a good team. Well, 
I'm looking at games coming up, and, uh, and you know, it's still early to, to, besides the obvious ones. Arkansas State, I mean, these are games we have to win. We have to beat Arkansas State. We have to beat St. Bonaventure's now, for sure. St. Bonaventure has to be a victory. And they're no joke. They can play basketball up there, up at Bonnie's. Yeah, they're not as good as last year, so no, that should be a win. They're, no, they're not. But again, you know, the, the the that's that great line I told you earlier in football about about where we've gone in the football program here in that you have to win those games that you're supposed to win like they have to be givens so when we're not when you're not doing that that's when you're in trouble so when you know you're playing Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium when you know you're playing Clemson down in hostile territory you know what's the reality of that? You're probably you want to play as well as you can and try to pick them off, but you're probably not going to win that game. We're not going to win against Duke down in Duke. That you know, I think we expect that. Could it happen? Of course it could happen. But you look at that as that's most probably going to be a loss both times, probably. So, but with that said, you have to beat certain teams. When you don't beat the teams that you must beat, that's when you're going to have a bad year. And so we've done that a couple of times now. We went down to New York City and we lost two games. We easily should have won one of them. And now we've lost to Old Dominion. So, ooh, here we go. We got a caller? Joe in Syracuse. What's up? What's up, Big Joe? How you doing? I'm just, I'm just, I know you guys heard about the fact that when they've lost three non-conference games, they've never made the tournament. Now they've lost four. And they know they didn't have an offense last year. They only have an offense last year. You guys are not looking at the picture. It's the coach. Thank you. That's all I have. No, hold on. You can't just say yeah, thank you. That's all I got. The guy's got a thousand wins. I'm going to take his track record over a two-year span. So you think he's something... got 400 cupcake wins that he's supposed to win, and now he's not winning them either. Scald, scalding hot take, buddy. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Coach, turning on Bayheim already. On Coach Bayheim. December this 19th. Is, I know. They're hey, thirsty. Dude, you know, he did turn on him, but it's like the, the dude's got 40 some odd years of coaching experience, and he's never had this this happen before ever. I'm going to go with his side of the story over. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He did recruit this team, though, so you know. Okay, also, listen, you know. listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I'm not running to Coach Beheim's defense because I'm the first one. If I saw something that I was going to criticize, he has a system. It's been very successful. It's emulated all around the world <laughs> because of how, uh, um, how good it is. Uh, he cannot get a kid when he's got a kick out 15 footer and he's wide open to put the ball in the basket. He is also not going to be blamed for shooting five of 13 from the free throw line for a young college athlete who's, who's essentially getting a free education because of his gifts and his talents. Now, if Chuk went, you know, one for four, you know, I think when he makes them, if we can keep him up around 50%, we expect it. But when O'Shea Brissett or Tyus Battle miss both ends of a, a, of a two-shot foul in a critical point in the game, hey, man, there's no one else to look up at those kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so that's not something that the coach, you know, is going to be faulted for. Uh, He's not, there's not no blame on the coach, but to say that this is 100% on the coaches. No. I'm, well. I mean, because. Ultimately, the coaches put these teams together, and these are the players that they recruited, and this is happening yeah, on their th- watch. Th- so it is I- their fault, but okay. I'm going to give them a leash on it. But, but but also one of the things, one of the phenomenons that I have found in, in the in the two years that I've been around watching this with this particular basketball team is 
Do you think that Coach Beheim and his team, when they targeted some of the guys that they wanted to bring in, do you think that in high school they shot this poorly? Because they didn't. They looked at what they did in high school when they brought them up, and they, they look at their development at 16, they look at their development at 17, and there's a natural progression usually in their development. Also in their shoe size and how tall they're going to be. Are they going to grow? In a, Dolce grew an inch last year. They wanted to put weight on. What did he do? He put a little weight on, but he grew another inch. So he still looks like a sheet, you know, you know, blowing in the wind out there. So there, there, there are certain projections that you do. But one thing I don't think you expect is it'd be very interesting to pull up OJ, O'Shea Brissett's shooting percentages that he was in high school and pull up Tyus Battle shooting percentages in high school and bring up all these guys' numbers that they had in high school when they were recruited. And you think, we're going to make them better. They're going to be better than they were. Now they're shooting probably less than they ever were in their lives. And that's not a, I don't, I don't that I know of a coachable thing. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid enough. Yeah. And, and Syracuse has had some big name recruits bail on him in the last minute, which throws things in, all helter skelter too. And you end up with players that you weren't like, everybody's like, Marek Dolajai should start. He should be playing the center. Marek Dolajai is here because they had a, they had a spot to fill, you know, like they weren't seeking Marek Dol- Dolajai and he's not a center. It's like, come on. Well, I'm wondering where You're in that, big trouble if you've got him the, is, is your best option at center. And you know what the funny thing is? He has great eyes. He sees the court very well. He's a student of the game. Um, he's not a force inside, but he's a very good shooter. If there was something we could do, because that's exactly what we need. We need a Dolajai that can take some of the heat off and open it up somewhat, you know, hitting that, uh, you know, eight foot turnaround, you know, that kind of thing that opens the lane up something. Someone has to step up that's besides besides uh, Tyus and O'Shea in order to open up those driving lanes. And the other problem is, is you've got two centers in front of him, and if you put him at his natural positions, you're not going to play him because Elijah Hughes and O'Shea Brissett are a better option on the court. See, no, and that's that's interesting that you say that because, again, that old Big East mentality, you know, my talking to uh, D.C. and different guys that have played and, and, and talking to Danny Shays. Well, I, I do. I want to go down there and just elbow the crap out of Sidibe and play, and play basketball against him. Of course he's going to destroy me. He's so much bigger. He's a colleague. I just want to beat his ass. You know, to get to, is there a way to toughen these guys up there? So, I mean, there's just no physicality in the paint when they play. You know, there's no threat. You're right. There's no threat from them on either when they side get the of the court. court. On either side, yeah, yeah. All right, we need to take a break. We're way late. I want to go in there and kick someone's ass. Go ahead. Go beat up Neil. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin show. Who's in here? He's killing me. Yeah, he is. Tony from Cams. Tony, Tony from Cams. Mikey, morning, Mikey from Cams. Tony and Mikey from Cams. Now Cams is going to be out tonight. Uh, over at well, he's Tony's even making the pies, but we're going to be giving you the pies. Uh, Geico over on Erie Boulevard tonight from four thirty to six o'clock only. If you stop by that Geico location, uh, we're going to be hooking you up with a whole pie from Cams Pizzeria and a ticket to Lights on the Lake. I've set my personal goal of giving out a hundred pies. 
I want Tony making 100 pies tonight. I want him moving 100 pizzas. That's a great goal. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, Tony. Why do you want to put all the heat on Tony? Because uh, if anybody can handle it, it's my man Tony. Come it's on. It's very true. I'm we got it. I got the that. big guns coming out. We're ready. Uh, you got like a portable pie maker going out there? They're going to be running, running pies, right? You're yeah, running, we're running them down. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're right up the street. So. Yeah, oh, Mikey, far. you got the frequent flyer miles going? <laughs> so let me tell you my quick Mikey story. So I'm at my sister's house in Camillus, and... Uh, um, and we're looking for pizza. It's like the kids come up with the idea they want pizza at like 9.40 at night. So we're checking. And I said, no, 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 we'll call Cam's. So that's where we go. We got to go. We got to get the best pizza available. We're going to go to Cam's. So my sister hits me with, well, Cam's isn't open right now. They, they don't do delivery pests. They know because they eat all their pizza at Cam's. So I said, well, I got an inside. Don't worry about it. So I, <laughs> I, I hit Tony with a call on the cell. He says, my son Mikey's over there right now. He goes, call him up. Tell him. I call up. I said, hey, Mike, it's Daniel Bowman. He goes, Yeah. <laughs> I said, Mike, Daniel Baldwin, the Daniel Baldwin show. You guys sponsor my shows? Yeah. Knock him down a peg. I like it. I so like it. Did, it took me right down. I like it. You got a credit card, sir? Can I help you? Pick up Can I delivery. help you, please? I said, he goes, yeah, we're not delivering. I said, yeah, but dad said to give you. Yeah, dad said, huh? Yeah. He, yeah, you related he left to Alec. Two, who is he this? left two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, if he Alec. left two hours ago. What do you want? Go ahead. If Alec called, I'd have that pizza there in a second. Are you kidding me? They had rolled uh, it down to New York City for him. <laughs> oh, we love camps. We See love it so goes. much. Man. Oh, it's the best. The best. Because it's, it's a family experience I mean, over there. You don't even which know. Which is why, why I bring my family in. Because, you know, it's a, it's, it, it, you want to get good food, which obviously we already know you have. Mm-hmm. But you can come in and the places. It, it's those little things. It's really clean. People are friendly. My kids don't have to listen to people saying things they shouldn't be saying. They got locations yeah. everywhere. And, and it's, it's the best. Mike, grab a pie. Let's start eating. Mike, what's start, going on? I'm Jeez. telling you, Tony, I'm, you don't even know what you're doing to me today. I got a colonoscopy tomorrow, so I can't eat today. And oh. everything is around your pie. I've been, te- I've been telling everybody listening oh. on the radio. The worst thing, the most... Poor planning. The, tor- the most torturous thing that could happen today would be Cam's Pizza coming in. <clears throat> and don't even tell me you got a chicken bacon ranch over there. I won't tell. I'll just Tony. show you. I'll just show you. Just smell Tony, it. You're, you're breaking my heart, Smell Tony. in the bacon. Why don't you just well, yeah, catch me up with you when you're done with that. All right. But isn't, right. The, isn't the drink just going to blow the cams right out of you yeah, anyway? You, you, you can't eat the day before. But I don't, don't get me wrong. Is so day, the whole day before you can't eat? The first stop after the colonoscopy is going to be cams. Don't you worry about that. Oh. You let me know, and we'll do it. Look at that pie. <sighs> Look at that pie. Right there on the Facebook bacon. feed and everything. Looks like it's got extra bacon. All right, you want to do ranch. a little so what? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So what? Now, Tony, if you don't know what so what is, it's we. I'll give you a news story, a sports story. And if you're like me, you can just say so what. You say, I don't care about that. But if you do care about it, you make a comment on it. So story I don't number know one. if what? he did this on purpose or not, but that is the best product placement in a video. He I knows have. what he's doing. He, that this is Oscar that. worthy. Yeah, this ain't Tony's <laughs> first rodeo. You think he know? In just in just 16 days, Orange fans have purchased more than 8,000 tickets to support head coach Gino Babers uh, at the Camping World Bowl. They have sold out of their allotment. Woo! How Down. many tickets was that? 8,000. How many That's seats? Great. I I don't know how the whole bowl thing works, but do they are, are tickets still available? Yeah, I think you can still just go buy a ticket, couldn't I? Like I don't know if that's like am I not allowed to go now? <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Now, like. Did each school get 8,000? So that's 16,000 seats, right? That seems like there'd be a lot more seats to buy. I think there's buy. a lot more seats. I'm sure you can just go buy it. I think that the allotment's probably that For a section. section probably yeah. that's like you want to be in with travel some, plans and yeah. everything like that. But yes, there's still tickets available. You can still get tickets and go. So if you're down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the allotment that they had for Syracuse. But 
there, Syracuse had gotten a bad rap about not traveling well. Yeah. And boom, right in your good. face. Well, yeah, but then you turn around, you made it Orlando with by Disney. And mm-hmm. That was a great, great move on their part. Today is National Signing Day. I'm not going to go through all the the Syracuse uh, signings, but every uh, one of them, everyone. I and can't I pronounce want, half the your, names. I want your breakdown on every report. recruit <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Sorry. No, go to Cuse Football on Twitter if you want to follow that. They've also got a link there if you want to see who they're... Or Cuse.com. Or Cuse.com. And, uh, and they've got the whole rundown. A couple of three stars, a couple of four stars. I see some good recruits coming in. A couple of stars. A couple of stars. Speaking of college basketball, <laughs> you boys a fan of the Furman Paladins? Sure am. I love Furman. Furman Paladins have had... <laughs> now hear me out. Now this is, this is I almost said something and I... The Furman Paladins are undefeated, including a win over Villanova, oh. and for the first time in school history, are ranked in the top twenty-five. They are number twenty-four in the uh, in the college ranking, college basketball rankings. Are now a, they they play are, some cupcakes. But are you a Furman? Or I'm a, a Furman. Or no Furman. Uh, I'm a Furman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Furman Paladin and, fan. And they beat uh, Champagne Supernova? They beat Villanova at 76-68 back in November. They beat Elon? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> right, I know. You go through some that's, of the other ones. That's USC so what? That's Upstate? Big for their... <laughs> they murdered that's USC big... Upstate. No, man, that's big for their program. They beat what the Leo- hell is Loyola? a USC Upstate? I don't know. There's a lot of no-name colleges University on here. University of South Carolina Upstate? Bob Jones University got beat down. Oh, Bob Jones is tough. But it's the, the, the school itself only has 2,700 students. They play LSU on Friday, knocked right out of the top 25 immediately. You think so? Oh, yeah. Calm that down. All right. Yeah, and put that, put the, do the picks. All right. That's my lock of the week. Of the week. So it's a so what then? No, it's not a so what. It's a cool story. It's a I mean, balance. you don't just roll into Mercer and get a win. <laughs> you know how those Mercer kids play. North Greenville is a tough, uh, you know, a tough out in any tournament. You don't just roll in there, drop 107 points on them, and only give up 67. You know how bad the teams are that they're playing. They don't even have their like, like Google doesn't even have their logo. No, it's on not the even schedule. loaded. Bob Jones University does not have a logo next to it. Like Google hasn't even heard of Bob Jones University. <laughs> they're like, who is it? Who are they playing? Uh, early it's in the terrifying. first quarter of the L.A. Lakers game against the Brooklyn Nets, James went up for a dunk, LeBron James, Who? and he was stuffed by center Jarrett Allen Who? for only the ninth time ever LeBron James was stuffed uh, during a dunk. Wow, that's 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 hot. Dude, I like that's that. That's a crazy story. That's just unbelievable. Cool. All right, you guys are way into my so what today. Oh, my God. Who you got? Uh, <laughs> Furman versus East Tennessee State. I don't know. I like Furman. I got 20 large on him. Okay. You got Furman? I got 20 large on Furman taking taking them down. Wow, man. You guys, like are, you guys are just you're so far ahead of your time. All right. Uh, don't you think? I got nothing from Tony over there. <laughs> I got Tony. nothing from Tony. Mikey's got nothing. Tony, Furman Wofford. Who's winning that game? What do you game? like, Tony? They gotta go with Furman. They're yeah, right. Furman's right. a roll. See, <laughs> roll with Furman's right on fire right now. And they all eat cams. Uh, <laughs> Furman Paladins down there in Florida. Yeah, can we come up with the you, Paladin pie? You're gonna need. Yeah, you're gonna need to open up a location down in Florida. Yeah, Tony. Absolutely. Break my arm. We'll do it. Mark my words. Uh, <laughs> when Mark rolls around and Furman is playing Chattanooga, that's gonna be for all the marbles. That's gonna be all of it. <laughs> yeah. Put all the what is it? What is Tennessee TV Chattanooga? Yeah. Put all the wood Don't on Furman. Don't mess with Tennessee Chattanooga. <laughs> Bet the ranch on Furman. <laughs> 
Wow. I'm getting a Paladin's jersey today. Speaking of ranch, chicken bacon ranch Ooh, from Cam sitting right in the boy. studio with us right now. All right, finally, police in Green Bay, Wisconsin have been trying to scare off shoplifters by putting life-size cutouts of police in the stores, and now the cutouts are being stolen from the stores, so now there's no... <laughs> Cutouts. Is it like High Tower from Police Academy? Like you know or? how sometimes they put up like those, yeah, like those cutouts. Like Bubba yeah. Smith. <laughs> no, Stand it in there. They're just generic police cutouts, but they have like little signs on them. Go, don't rob me. No, they say things like "Win a free ride in a police car by shoplifting from this store." <laughs> And people are like, all right, screw you, and where, they steal it. Where did you find these stories? Yeah, you where, right? are you, where are you coming up with these? You all right, Josh? You stroking out? Not, haven't had any I food haven't today? I haven't had any to eat in 12 <laughs> hours. I'm lightheaded. I don't know what's going on. I'm out of it. We're late. All right. Welcome back. So what? Thank you. Camp's Pizzeria. Camp's Thank Pizza, you so baby. much Come for on. the pizza. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Tell Thanks, us once Mikey. more Merry Christmas, yeah, everyone. Talk about tell, again where tell, you're going. Cam's, if you want a free Cam's pie, and I'm putting Tony to work tonight, 4.30 to 6, you stop by your local Geico office over there on Erie Boulevard across from Price Chopper. Uh, you can get a free pie up until 6 o'clock. Uh, and say you don't make it, Tony, where's your location right up there? If people want to get over and just buy you, buy a pie. 1135 Salt Springs Road, right in the Mulawane Plaza. Boom, right there. Go see our boys, Tony and uh, to- Michael. Thank you. Love it. Thanks, Mikey. Thank Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Tony. Thank you, brother. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now! Going to Josh? You want yeah. to go to Josh? Get some big stuff? Today's show brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Catch all the SU and NFL action on their big screen TVs. Of course, an extensive menu. And just a great atmosphere. Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Voted best sports bar by the Syracuse New Times Readers 2018. Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. So, I, I'm... I'm trying to figure out a couple of things that are in the news here. So listen to this headline. Oh, God, yes. John Gruden is very high on Nathan Peterman. <laughs> and so That was one of my so what, and I skipped over it for some reason. Well, Nathan is uh, uh, the former Bills quarterback, Nathan Peterman, is reportedly doing the rounds this week, hoping to catch on at the bottom end of some poor team's depth chart and begin rebuilding his football career. He worked out with the Buccaneers on Tuesday. And his tour will reportedly soon take him out west, where a certain all-power head coach would meet with great big heart-shaped eyes. Nathan Peterman is going to go and try out for the Raiders. I'm I'm, I'm just trying—is Gruden trying to solidify and lock— like multiple first-round picks or what? Like I'm sorry, you know, and I'm sure— It doesn't mean he's going to play. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to figure out how car. he's. Even, I don't get. I'm trying to figure out how he's even getting a tryout. I mean, he was really bad. You, you know, you tell me that there's no collusion. Oh, for God's sake! But no, no, just listen. I'm not saying he should try. Just listen to me. You tell me there's no collusion to not try out when we go through the mathematics of of Kaepernick and where he was at, in his career. And Nathan Peterman, who threw five interceptions in one year, I mean, he just was awful with Buffalo. And he's going to turn around and get a tryout because Oakland needs somebody to back car up or third string guy behind car just in case two guys go down. You got to be prepared. Um, and I'm thinking, wow, that's just mind boggling to me. But that one, God, you want you got anything you want to say about Nathan Peterman? Because I'd like to hear your opinion. No, I, I don't. 
obviously people see talent in the guy. He's 24 years old, so uh-huh. maybe somebody wants to give him a second chance. Wow. But other than that, we should really <laughs> take a break. Because oh, we're, we're way behind, and we'll hit the next story. We're going to hit back. the next story because it's a, it's a bone-crunching story. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Big news, guys. No. Did you know Syracuse is going to a bowl game this year? What? 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 And we're having a party at the home team pub. Love it. On Friday the 28th, 12 to 1, we'll do the Daniel Baldwin Show. 3 to 5, we'll do a pregame show. And then we'll have a watch party during the game, which kicks off at 5.15. You can win seats at a VIP table for the Daniel Baldwin Show right now. 315-437-7644. Caller 5. You get free food while you're watching Daniel Baldwin, Joshua, and myself do a radio show. It's riveting the watch. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Um, I would be remiss. You if I did not mention um, the loss of an old dear friend of mine, Penny Marshall. Oh. Uh, Penny, who directed A League of Their Own, was an avid sports fan. I sat many a night courtside um, watching the New York Knicks with Penny and Spike Lee, Billy Crystal, my brother Billy, um, and other friends of mine that are in the entertainment business. Um, Penny, you will be missed. We love you, uh, and uh, we'll see you in heaven. Um, I got one more thing. Tell me. Two things, actually. Tell me. If you come to our party. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. Back get, to this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I That's wasn't done. Segment. I got <laughs> blasted <laughs> with an obituary. <laughs> um, we gotta, wow. We've got uh, a chance to win a three-point shot for $1,000 the following day at the St. Bonaventure game if you come out. And you can win season tickets to SU basketball while you're there. I still think it should be a shooting contest. They gotta, oh, for they God's gotta, sakes. I think it should be. It's not happening. I'm going to throw one up anyway. Oh, I wish you were reading my obituary. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So, Lamar Odom has announced that he is going to return to pro basketball. Have you heard this? In what country? Yeah, exactly. Lamar is ready to get back on the court more than five years after his last NBA game. The 39-year-old athlete announced he will return to professional basketball in 2019. In the brothel Odom shared the news via Instagram on Tuesday, stating his intention to play in the Dubai International Basketball Championship in February. The two-time NBA champion will represent a team from the Philippines. So Lamar is going out now. You know, I know Lamar. Uh, I, I know lots of people associated around him. Um, but the greatest line I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Who's your favorite comedian? Who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Dead guy named Robert Schimmel. A dead guy named Robert Schimmel. Yes. Well, that's just terrifying. Mm. Yours? Very funny comedian. Yours? You like him, Joshua? Uh, yeah, I love Robert Schimmel. I, I would say, oh Jesus, probably. Uh, I would. I'd give Seinfeld the credit. I would say, I, uh, out of my life, I'm. A, he's my favorite. Really? So, well, Chris Rock's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. And Rock turned around and said, "This got to be the first time that crack cocaine and hookers healed a marriage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was the greatest line ever when it comes to what happened with Lamar. Um, uh, good luck to Lamar. I mean, I, I, I guess I. I misunderstood the uh, his body is the, campy. The depth of what what he went through. Uh, um, there were reports that he died multiple times. He had multiple strokes and all kinds of stuff going on, and and yet he's going out there to play 
pro basketball again. Um, and I think evidently after this, Clutch Points is saying that he's going to play uh, in Chinese in the Chinese Basketball Association in 2019 after this tournament. So, what is Clutch Point? Is that a source? Yeah, Clutch Points cool. is. You never heard of Clutch? Google it. Google Clutch Points. Source of great information for sports. You're in this business and don't know what Clutch Points is. I'm not hip. I'm never Clutch Point. Wow, well, you don't know. I what go clutch to points ESPN. You go to Clutch Points. Clutch Point sounds like a. Uh, go ahead and go to it. NBA News and um, look at that. Clutchpoints.com would not go. be at the top of my list of places I trust you know what? for Got a lot news. of great reports on there. Read some of the headlines from Clutch Points. What do you Tom got? Tom Brady ties record with 14th Pro Bowl selection. There you go. Go ahead. Clutch Points. Go ahead. You read them uh, faster. Being on the sidelines has put former Syracuse and uh, Miami Heat player Deion Waiters in a dark place. Carmelo Anthony posts now deleted cryptic tweets tagging LeBron James, Stephen Curry, and Kevin Durant. Seems like a... Clutch points goes deep. Yes. Do you see that? They're going deep into Twitter interpretation. Hey, did you see um, uh, Did you see the great one responded to us? No. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I put on that uh, uh, in the email that I'll join you in listening to the, oh, yeah, yeah. To the thing, and, and the great one responded to that. What did he say? Uh, he wrote something like uh, "We have a part-time poly or something like that." Yeah. He said, "I think uh, that's perfect." Hey, listen, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening.